This podcast is brought to you by KHL Interactive, the new name for Knowledge Hemisphere. Check us out at www.khlinteractive.com. New media, podcasts, corporate videos, and more. The Smooth Groovers Review licensed podcast contains smooth jazz, soul, jazz funk, and much more. Welcome to the Smooth Groupers Review, and this is Season 4, Episode 19, and we are back together for a proper show, a proper show in the context of the proper show format. Not any specials, not any home editions, not ones that come from the US, but good, solid stuff, with the newies again, followed by the soul sensation, and we end with our favourite section, the Bring It Back segment. So, Professor, how were your holidays? Oh, they were fine, actually. We had a bit of rain, but we didn't let that bother us. We had a really great time. We visited the lakes in the uh, northwest of England and thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, glad to be back podcasting and, as you say, back to the regular format indeed. And uh, with our regular quick peek into the world of films and TV, bringing you the memorable tune from the 1973 martial arts action-adventure film Enter the Dragon, which starred Bruce Lee, Jim Kelly and John Saxon. Probably the movie that kicked off the rise of martial arts films appearing in our cinemas in the mid-70s. The music was by multi-Grammy award winner, composer, pianist and conductor Lalo Schifrin, whose website can be found at www.schifrin.com. He's done over 100 scores for films and television, including the awesomely memorable tune for Mission Impossible. Also, Cool Hand Luke, Bullet, Dirty Harry, and many more. Just as you were saying that, I was thinking of that film, Bullet, with uh, Steve McQueen. Brilliant film. Okay, Professor, um, I asked you about your holidays. You never bothered to ask me about mine. I knew you were going to tell us anyway, just before we hit the uh, fresh batch section. Well, you know, I kind of spoke about it in the previous show, which happened to be a uh, summer special, which I did at a, a jazz, actually at a blues festival I happened to be at. As I said in the previous show, I didn't go on holiday just for the Blues Festival. That would have been good. But uh, yes, I went over to the West Coast, to San Francisco, then headed off to Seattle, then drove over to Vancouver, and then headed into the Rocky Mountains, which was pretty amazing, to a place called Banff, Jasper, uh, and one of the most beautiful roads in the world called the Iceland Parkway. Am I boring you yet? No, no, carry on. Well, that was stage two of the holiday. Anyway, going back to uh, Kelowna, heading back into Vancouver, and then uh, Seattle, Flew over to Washington, D.C. and had a great time over there as well. So what a wonderful trip that was. Got a chance to listen to some great music, meet some great people. Uh, Also uh, met a few people who run internet radio stations. So it's given me a few ideas, but more about that in the future. Okay, thanks, Doc. And we kick off Season 4, Episode 19 with a keyboard player we first featured on Season 4, Episode 12, who's had years of experience making music in bands, working with other artists, and on projects in TV and video. In this brand new piece of excellence, he's joined with the saxophone talents of Mike Parlett in this warm and wavy piece of musical breeze that brings you sunshine by a beautiful beach. This is called Ocean Tide, and it's James Kolar.
very stuff because you know ocean tide you're actually still thinking you're still hanging on to summer because uh, over in london we're in september and the autumn is now just kind of we're on the cusp of that aren't we we're just on the kind of like it's getting a bit cooler and all the leaves are going down although actually at the moment we've had some really nice days over the last few days about 20 degrees or 22 uh, a few days ago Absolutely right, Doc. And that was uh, keyboardist, producer, arranger and composer James Kolar and Ocean Tide. Smooth jazz with funky rhythms, including the guitar talents of Ant Law and the saxiness from fellow Jazz Matrix member Mike Barlett, who incidentally has a radio show on Solar Radio, as well as the Jazz Matrix radio page. The track has been played on more than one show of the excellent array of Jazz Matrix shows. Do visit James Kolar on his Jazz Matrix page and on MySpace. And with influences like Barry White, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, Weather Report, Tower of Power and Jeff Lorber, it's no wonder we like his music so much. Interesting you mentioned Jeff Lorber because i uh, got a little surprise for you later on in the show, but uh, I won't steal all of our thunder yet. Let's uh, carry on with the next track. Okay, let's fire away with a fantastic... Uh, musician i really really love this person to death i mean you know i'm really a big fan of fugal horn and trumpet and all those great instruments well rick braun has uh, had a release in july this is from rick braun's latest cd entitled all it takes i love this cd every time i hear any track from it it just kind of takes me to another world anyway let's check out berlin in another part of the world Oh, 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 
were listening to Berlin by Rick Braun. And we will be playing another track from this amazing CD over the coming weeks. Uh, before embarking on a solo career, I thought you might want to know that Braun got started by playing in several bands, including with guitarist Jeff Golab. And uh, Jeff Golab and Jeff Lorber were both in concert just before I went away on holiday at the Peace Express. I unfortunately didn't get a chance to meet Jeff Golab, but I did get a chance to meet Jeff Lorber. And we have an interview with him coming up in a minute. Anyway, he collaborated with saxophonist Boney James on the remake of Hugh Mesekela's Grazing in the Grass. And in addition to his solo career, Braun also plays with the band BWB with saxophonist Kirk Whalem and guitarist Norman Brown. In 2005, he and saxophonist Richard Elliott co-founded the Artisan Music Group. And as I mentioned before, I believe we will be seeing, or you hope to see, and it says this on their website in terms of the tour dates, Richard Elliott and Rick Bourne will be coming to London in February 2010. And I mentioned before the Jeff Lorber interview, and it was just amazing. Great to meet the man. And let's hear this fantastic interview. He gave us his time, and he's a great professional musician who really, really just kind of brightens up the whole atmosphere when you're there. The actual gig was a really intimate gig. As I said before, it was with Jeff Golab. I wish I could have met him, but... uh, there was a big long line of people waiting to get their CD signed, um, but I'm sure they'll both be back in the future. So thanks, Jeff, again. So what we're going to do is we're going to play the interview, and straight afterwards we're going to play a track from Jeff's latest CD. Okay, I'm backstage after the uh, fantastic gig with uh, Jeff Golab and Jeff Lorber. Jeff Lorber, Jeff Golab. Brilliant stuff, really enjoyed it, and uh, really wonderful to meet you, and thanks so much for giving us some great sounds. Tell us a little about the, um, the album and, uh, you know, your trip so far. I can't believe it's been 10 years since you were at the Jazz Cafe. Yeah, me either. I didn't realize it was that long. Um, but, uh, you know, there's definitely some fans here. I think in the early 80s, my stuff was getting played. And unfortunately, I didn't come over at all then. I think maybe one trip that was sort of a promotional trip uh, in the mid-80s. But, yeah, it's really nice to see all the people that recognize my music. And uh, we've had a great... Tonight was sold out, which was terrific. Yeah, Last night was, was pretty close to it, I think. And uh, so we've had a nice trip over here. And the set was really brilliant and really tight and uh, wonderful gelling together of the two Jeffs. Yeah, it's... You know, I've been playing with Jeff for three years in uh, this group called Guitars and Saxes over uh, with uh, various sax players and guitar players. But this is the first time we played each other's music in a quartet uh you know formation so uh, it, it was fun it was definitely different and, uh, and you had some brilliant uh, you know support musicians as well didn't you yeah bass guitarist from uh, Jamiroquai and somebody who used to play with Stanley uh, uh, Stone yeah I mean Andy Newmark's legendary on, on the drums and that was my first time meeting him he and Jeff are friends and uh, actually I have there's some other musicians that I know here in London that I played with before when I played at Jazz Cafe I played with Winston Blissett and Ashley Stone who I really like and Ashley wasn't available, unfortunately, but he recommended Paul. And I saw Paul on a video with Jamiroquai live at Abbey Road, and he sounded so great. So I was sort of sold immediately, and Jeff knew Andy. So that's how this particular group came together. Really tight, really wonderful, really awesome, really inspiring. What else can I say? And, uh, you know, uh, I forgot to bring my Wizard Island uh, vinyl. I'm kicking myself that I forgot to bring it, you know. But uh, maybe next time when you come back, well, you know. that's one of my favorites. You know, I, you know I'm actually playing... We, we're still playing the song Wizard Island in my set when I play with, with my own group. And um, so, yeah, you know, I hope I get invited back and, uh, you know, with, with or without Jeff, it would be great. And um, 
I'm looking forward to my next. You got to come back real soon. You got a lot of fans in the UK, oh, and uh, this show goes out internationally anyway. So uh, a big shout out to all of them, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, you're listening to the Smooth Groovers, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> thanks very much. Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate your time, and it's so wonderful for you to give us an opportunity to talk to you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed that track. That was Jeff Lorber with Come On Up. And thanks again to Jeff for giving us the interview. And also that little shout out for the Smooth Groovers review just at the end. I did mention during the actual interview, uh, the album I was talking about was called Wizard Island. It's one of my favourite albums and I think it's a must for any smooth jazz and funk collector. Okay, thanks Doc. Really, really good. And we now move on to the soul sensation spot where we each choose a nice soul track. Your one is up first, Doc. Tell us all about that. Yeah, I've got lots of tracks in a row, haven't I, here? But uh, you'll get your turn soon. Um, Yes, this is a track called Stoned Soul Picnic. This particular version is sung by Claire Teal, and I'm really sure you're going to love it. Can you Trains of gold and dust 
listening to Stone Soul Picnic by Claire Teal. Interesting information about this track. Prof, did you know that Stone Soul Picnic was a popular song in the year 1968? And the most renowned version of this song was recorded by The Fifth Dimension, and it was their first single from their album of the same title. I think it was a successful single from that album, reaching number three in the US pop charts and number two on the Billboard Black Songs chart. Uh, I think this track has also been made by other people as well. It was originally written by Laura Nero, uh, and what it kind of um, brings about, what the kind of feeling behind the song, is a spirited sashaying or meandering uh, to where a picnic of sorts is transpiring. So uh, it's very good, and I hope you like it. I think Swing Out Sister have also recorded a version of this song as well, and it was on their 1997 album, Shapes and Patterns. Okay, Prof, coming up. You got one of my most favourite bands, if there is such a thing as most favourite. And uh, Levi Stubbs, unfortunately, uh, left the world recently, but we'll always remember his voice from that band called... The Four Tops. Yeah, thanks, Doc. And my soul selection comes from the legendary group of superb singers who helped define the 60s Motown sound and gave us something like four decades of great songs. This is the title track from their 1988 CD called Indestructible.
indestructible, just like their music, a true soul sensation, the legendary Four Tops. And who can forget those great numbers like Baby I Need Your Loving, I Can't Help Myself, It's the Same Old Song, Reach Out, I'll Be There, Standing on the Shadows of Love, Bernadette, there's just so many, Keeper of the Castle, Are You Man Enough, and When She Was My Girl. Huge memorable hits over so many years and an amazing contribution to music. Are You Man Enough, I think we played that track before in a previous show and I think it was featured in a Shaft film uh, from the 70s as well. Yes, I remember that well, yeah. Great film. I've got every single Shaft album. but I've got every single Shaft uh, movie, actually. A really big uh, Richard Roundtree fan. Okay, thanks, Doc. And we move on to the section that we call... A Latin-flavoured start to the Bring It Back section. This is Esclavos de Jo, if I've pronounced that correctly. Or as Google translated, Slaves of Joe from a band called... Friends from Rio.
Gravos Dojo appeared on the 1998 CD Friends from Rio Volume 2 and a compilation CD called Brazilian Love Affair 2 as well as others with more than one mix. I couldn't find a website about the band but I love the track and you can buy their music at various places including Amazon. Great stuff Professor. Now let's move on to a jazz funk track really. This is one of my favourite saxophonists uh, along with every single other saxophonist. This is Steve Cole with a track called Metro.
Thanks, Doc. Really nice choice. I think between us, we've got a few Steve Cole albums in our collection. Tell us more about this track. Just before that, a little story I was going to tell you about the fact that a few years ago, when uh, DAB Radio first came out, which is digital... Uh, what does that stand for? DAB? Do you know what Digital that Audio Broadcasting. I knew the A stood for something. But um, anyway, DAB first came out, and I bought this uh, really weird kind of receiver that you could plug into your PC. And at the time, Jazz FM were actually transmitting Steve Cole and Peter White in concert. And uh, for the life of me, I plugged it in, and it kept phasing out and fading in and out. And it was something like a, a 6 p.m. in the afternoon type of thing, and uh, I couldn't get hold of the, the whole thing in the end. So it, I should have maybe just gone to the gig. Do you think <laughs> that would have been better? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think it was a Valentine's thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that was the days before the Smooth Groovers uh, show. But uh, anyway, let's tell you a little bit about Steve Cole. In a 2003 interview with Jazz Nation, Steve Cole describes how he started his career. He says, I started playing pop music, R&B, bebop, all that stuff, playing clubs in Chicago until four o'clock in the morning for many years. You know, just doing that kind of thing, then started doing some commercial music, radio and TV stuff. Then I started thinking about getting into some other types of music. I met some great people here in Chicago, Brian Colbertson, a guy named Bob Marnett, an Atlantic Records recording artist, a while ago, and started getting on the road and playing as a sideman for those guys. And eventually I was able to do it on my own. Well, he's done a lot of stuff on his own, fantastic albums. For example, in 1998, an album called Stay A While. In 2000, an album called Between Us. NYLA, which probably stands for New York, Los Angeles, in 2003. Spin, which I think is a fantastic album, in 2005. And True, that was released in 2006, which is the uh, album from where you just heard the Metro track. And in 2008, with Jeff Cashua and Kim Waters, obviously himself, the three of them got together, and the album happens to be called The Sax Pack. So that's a 2008 release, and we have played a track from that before, and that's a brilliant album as well. So if you want fantastic sax stuff, go along and check out Steve Cole. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, let's move on to another track. We were talking about collaborations. Now, I haven't heard this track for ages. This is Boney James, and we heard Rip Braun before. This is Boney James and Rip Braun. And, you know, Robbie Vincent used to play this album a lot, and the particular track is called The Stars Above, from the CD entitled Shake It Up.
You are listening to Bernie James and Rick Braun in a track which I think is fantastic called The Stars of Up. Very atmospheric. You can imagine that being in a spaceship and actually hearing that in the background. Maybe you shouldn't be imagining being in a spaceship. But apart from that, I remember that one of our favourite DJs, like I said before, Robbie Vincent, used to play this quite a lot. And as I mentioned when I played the track from Rick Braun's latest CD, uh, The Newey, uh, he was also um, with a... He also worked on Grazing in the Grass, which happened to be composed by Phil Mon Hu and was first recorded by the South African musician Hugh Mesekela. Interestingly, the particular track, Grazing in the Grass, I looked it up, was actually inspired by an earlier Mesekela recording called Mr. Ball No. 5, who, an actor and singer, came up with the melody while the backing track was already being recorded. The session was held at the Gold Star Studios in Hollywood. Isn't that amazing? It is, and uh, thanks very much, Doc. Another nice choice there. And thanks to all the listeners. Yes, it's great to hear from all the listeners worldwide. Keep your messages coming via our website, www.smoothgroovers.com, via Twitter, or by email to studio at smoothgroovers.com and Facebook. Yes, talk about Facebook, because I look after the Facebook side and you tend to look after the MySpace side or whatever. Uh, James Kolar wrote to us on the 3rd of September at our Facebook group. So you can just type in Smooth Groovers and uh, you will find the group and uh, we look forward to you joining. We've got something like 400 plus members up there. Uh, he says, um, this is James Kolar says, Hi guys, how are you? Hope all is well. Many thanks for the continuing support and to play my music. Keep up the good work because your shows are awesome. That's very nice of you. Thank you for that. And he says, best wishes. We also had uh, Olga Oleg Grishin write to us as well. Uh, this was an invitation from Hild, one of our friends in Norway. Uh, and he says, thanks to Hild for the invite to Smooth Groovers. Love smooth jazz musicians and fans. Uh, he actually was uh, very kind and uh, actually wrote to me separately. You can hear my little mouse in the background, which is uh, quite annoying for the prof. Let me just go into my inbox. This is nothing like live stuff, is there, you know? And uh, he says, uh, love smooth groovers, love Jeff Lorber, love smooth jazz. So get the feeling he loves smooth jazz, which is great because we love it to death as well. So that's just a few messages up there. Um, if you send them to us, we we're uh, happy to read them out and uh, we look forward to your interaction. And uh, that's the one thing that really drives us with regards to the show, just uh, getting feedback from the listeners and uh, and knowing that you're out there listening and uh, enjoying the grooves just like us. Yeah, and don't forget, if you're on the Jazz Matrix or the Jazz Network Worldwide or Smooth Jazz Space or an, and MySpace, we're all there and you can message us too. Thanks to Butch, who wrote, Hello, Doc and Prof. Greetings from New Orleans, Louisiana, US of A. You may find it hard to believe, but New Orleans doesn't have a smooth jazz radio station. And uh, he gets his uh, smooth jazz fix from the internet at various websites and stations, including ours. And he continues with uh, updated information, which I think I did email the doc about to um, update our own website, because we may have a little bit of -of out-of-date information on some of those uh, smooth jazz stations that uh, we link to. Absolutely. Sorry, I was going to say, I know you were talking just then, but uh, I was going to say to you that we are, um, as we do normally, we change the logo every year when we get to the new season, we revamp the website. So uh, episode, where are we? 19 uh probably about another eight shows to go before we get to the end of this season but in the background we're already experimenting and we're going to change and update stuff now prof this will make you happy uh wonderful ronnie laws wrote to us at facebook i just forgot to mention it to you from los angeles and he said hello smooth groovers and mano raza kashif you know mano he's a great friend of ours uh, based in new york and he said episode 4-17 is great really smooth 
I can see your head swelling right now. Yeah. I thought I'd save that one for you. Yeah. Um, the home edition. Yeah, the you mentioned edition. Ronnie Laws. I heard a very nice uh, show, one of the Jazz Matrix shows, where, I th- if I remember correctly, Ronnie Laws was interviewed, and it was a very nice, uh, entertaining uh, thing to listen to. Lots and lots of uh, choices, you know, loads of things on the web to uh, to be able to get hold of. Can I just say a couple of other things as well? I know we're, we're talking a lot about the um, uh, the feedback that we're getting, but it's um, been a long time since we've done a show in terms of both together. Uh, Hill did actually write to us back in uh, July, and she said, uh, thank you so much for the wonderful Michael Jackson tribute. Uh, you've really chosen the best of the best songs. Another reminder for the Hughes musical loss that was to us. And again, Mano uh, actually wrote to us and said, the loss of Michael Jackson... Uh, was shocking and tragic thank you for doing a very tasteful and inspirational tribute that focused on the positive and the great music that he gave us and inspired and one of the great things is like i said before getting feedback but also uh, the fact that we sometimes we can do specials and we can focus in on particular artists and uh, uh, within the licensing rules but uh, we um we just get to kind of share the music with everyone okay thanks doc and Butch goes on to say, keep up the great work and stay smooth. And uh, another mention for Hugo, who says, uh, while waiting for 4-18, he wrote, we're all waiting patiently or impatiently. Can't wait for it. Thanks, Hugo. I think shortly after you um, uh, sent that email, the doc managed to upload his uh, summer special, uh, the previous one to this. And so hopefully you didn't have to wait too long. And from MySpace, indigenous Melanesian jazz funk wrote hello great job you're doing there keep the music alive greetings from the netherlands so uh thank you very very much thanks to all of you and and many more that we won't have time to read out we are absolutely thrilled to bits to receive your feedback so moving on with the bringing back section two more to go and they're both my choices uh, returning to more flavors of south america and an album from 2003 called back to brazil we played a track from that a few episodes ago a band led by super saxophonist and film music composer klaus doldinger if i pronounce that correctly band called passport and this is called moon over bahia
album is great and it just gets better every time I listen. Moon Over Bahia from the CD Back to Brazil from a band that I first came to know, I think, in the late 70s when I purchased an album called Ataraxia, uh, the title track of which we played a few shows ago. The band has been going strong since 1971 and are hugely successful in Germany. They've had lots of album over the years, so there's much more of their great music to discover. So do discover the band Passport. And we complete Season 4, Episode 19 with the title track of an album from 1980 from the Grammy Award-winning Brazilian musician, record producer and arranger, Diodato. And this is called Night Cruiser.
Night Cruiser from Diodato. Rather popular at some of the dance places I find myself back in the day. What about you, Doc? Absolutely, yeah, and uh, in our heads. <laughs> or at home, or the lights turned off. Yeah. But that could be saying lots of things. <laughs> anyway, Professor, end of the show. Lots of exciting stuff this time around. Diodato, Passport, lots of feedback, fantastic stuff. Bernie James and Rick Braun, Steve Cole. We had Estrabos Dojo. Is that right? That was the title of the Friends from Rio Chat. Okay, thank you. And we had the Four Tops. We had Claire Teal. We had Jeff Lorber. We had the Jeff Lorber interview, which is fantastic. Uh, we had Rick Braun and we had James Kola. So lots of great sounds, lots of great people, uh, lots of great times. Good to be with you again, Professor. Uh, it's a slightly different feel when we're both together on the show rather than doing it separately. I mean, they all have their, we all have our moments in terms of choosing our particular choices. You know, my bent tends to be sometimes towards R&B and yours tends to be more towards uh, some of the classical side sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, I think we broadly like the same stuff, but we, uh, our areas of special interest tend to differ a little bit. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to sound too technical. <laughs> okay, right. That's it for this week. That was season four, episode 19. We hope you enjoyed it. We love your feedback. We'd love more feedback, and uh, we look forward to receiving it. Check us out at www.smoogroovers.com if you want to hear this show and all the previous ones. If you want to write to us, studio at smoogroovers.com. Thanks a lot for taking part in the new media and podcast revolution. Podcast revolution it is. (laughs) 